3: Everyone, and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan, and we've got Tyron sitting over in his house.
4: Yes, I'm here in my house, not at your house.
3: As uh, we have been doing for quite some time now, we're still in lockdown, so we're still remotely recording.
4: Lockdown update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every, every podcast. Yep, yeah. we're still there. Just assume for the next like eight podcasts that we're still in lockdown.
3: Yeah, I guess we'll tell you if we're not in lockdown. We, you just assume that we are locked out?
4: <laughs> yeah, assume we are, and if we don't say if we say something, if we don't say anything, we are. If we say something, then we're not. Yeah.
3: All right. So this week, we would have actually been talking about Shang Chi this week,
4: but arguably we're talking about something much better and uh, much more look forward to than Shang Chi. Everyone's talking about this one.
3: Are they? Okay, I didn't know that. So we were planning to go through. A couple of movies. Both of them are essentially the same movie. I've watched both of them this week. I watched both of them yesterday, and I realized I watched the same movie twice. It just They came out like 20 years apart, but they're essentially the same movie. So the movies are She's All That, the 1999 release She's All That, and the latest Netflix release, He's All That.
4: Yeah, it's not She's All of That, though. It's just She's All That. All That, yeah. I think you just said She's All of That.
3: Did I say that? No. It's very no.
4: grammatically correct, but no, that's not what it is.
3: It's not. Yeah. She's all that. Yeah. There's no of in there. Yeah. so
4: There's no of. Yeah. yeah. What does that even mean?
3: I don't know. Why is it even called that? Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, the movie doesn't- The movies don't justify that title. I don't get why it's called that.
4: Yeah. There's no point where, like, I don't know, she's walking down a corridor and a chick just goes, she's all that. There's no point when that happens.
3: Well, I guess by, I don't know. Let's, we'll get into the movies and uh, then maybe we can figure out why it's called this. So, have, did you watch She's All That?
4: I've seen it before. I didn't rewatch watch it though.
3: Yeah, I've actually never watched it. And I guess it was 1999. It was probably, I was probably too young to watch it, I guess. It's not really a, mm. it's more like a
4: teen. I'm arguably still too young to watch it. <laughs> I needed to get parental <laughs> guidance. <laughs> the
3: 1999 version, it's directed by Robert Iscove it stars freddie prince junior and rachel lee cook and uh it's got a an ensemble cast of people who became famous afterwards so one person it has is matthew lillard who we've seen before in Scooby-Doo movies he plays shaggy it, this surprisingly has a lot of people that were in that Scooby-Doo movie so freddie prince junior was uh fred is it is fred the guy's name
4: yeah he's fred yeah,
3: yeah. okay so freddie Played- Fred Scooby Doo. Fred play is that? Are they all a family? Is that their surname? Scooby Doo. No. <laughs> I don't know what his last name is. <laughs> Fred. Fred scooby Doo. Doo. Yeah. Fre- yeah. Yeah. Fred Doo. So Freddie Prince Jr. played Fred. Matthew Lillard played Shaggy. Shaggy Doo. Shag- that is. I think his name is actually Shaggy. That's Doo. actually right. Yeah. I think isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is Shaggy Doo. Yeah. And Sarah Michelle Gellar who played Daphne in in the Scooby movie has yep. an uncredited non speaking cameo in this movie. Other people that became famous after this movie. Paul Walker plays a role in this movie.
4: He's a race car driver that uh Yeah that's right. That's yeah. too, He's actually an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, yeah. For some reason <laughs> <Yeah>. he's <laughs> at high school. And Usher's in it. For some reason. So Usher's like very, very minor role. It's like a, an announcer at the high school. It's like a DJ, I think. Oh, okay. At high school.
4: Like a DJ, yeah. Does he think DJ got us falling in love again?
3: I think that was before, the, 1999. This was before he was famous,
4: right? Yeah, that came in like in 2010. <laughs> I thought he just did an early release for the movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Anna Paquin, interesting bit of trivia. They were considering Rachel Lee Cook for the role of Rogue in X-Men 2000 which came out a year after this, but she declined it and Anna Paquin got it instead.
4: Arguably, declining the role of rogue is the most rogue thing you can do, so.
3: Yeah, she went pretty rogue doing that. I don't know, it probably hasn't paid off her because
4: she's in a lot of,
3: like, Hallmark movies now and she's in Netflix movies, so. But what does Anna Paquin But what's do?
4: Anna Paquin doing? Yeah. What's Anna Paquin doing anyway? <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: know what, she, what she's doing. She was
4: in True Blood.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess she, she did that for, like, Ten years or so? How long did that show go for? Like
4: five years? Out for oh, a Like while. ages, yeah. Alright,
3: well that's a cast. It has a pretty big pretty big cast. The story. You know the story of this one. Do you want to go through the story?
4: I know the story, yeah. It's it's she's all that. She's uh the, the nerdy girl, and then Freddie Prince is the popular guy, and he uh he she's all that's her. Which is like he, he does like a makeover for her so that she can go to the prom with him or some shit. I don't know, there's a bet.
3: There's a bet. Yeah. So basically, he breaks up with his girlfriend at the start of the movie because
4: she goes out with a reality TV star. Yeah. She, with Shazzy Lilith. Yeah.
3: Yeah. She dumps him. And then he gets into a bet with Paul Walker saying that he can turn any girl into like the prom queen and he'll be the prom king. So that, that was the bet.
4: And they picked the, a, they picked the nerdy girl. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's right. Well, she's not really nerdy. She's more like, but she has glasses. I guess so. That makes her automatically. A nerd. <laughs> she's more artsy. He's actually a nerd. He's he's the one that has like a 4.0 GPA or something, and he's got admissions to like Harvard and all the Ivy League. But Ivy League. But units. does he wear glasses? No, he doesn't. So and he plays no, soccer. So he's not a nerd. He's in <laughs> the soccer team. Yeah. So, nah, no, nah, he's not a nerd.
4: But she wears glasses, so yeah.
3: And yeah, she wears glasses. So I guess she's she's the nerd. It, there's another movie like this. Is is um. What's that movie with Heath Ledger? Ten Things I Hate About You?
4: Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah.
3: Isn't that like almost yeah. the
4: same movie as this? Except they don't she he doesn't she's all that her.
3: Yeah, he's just he, Yeah.
4: But there's a bet and he goes to the prom with her.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
4: That's a better movie than this, by the way.
3: <laughs> that is definitely a better movie than this. Cause I didn't I didn't even hear about I don't remember this movie. Like maybe I was past the age group to watch this, but I didn't even know this movie existed until he's all that came out. And I'm like, oh okay, there's it's based off this movie. Why did
4: I watch this movie?
3: Maybe I I don't know. Did you watch it at school or something? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Ten Things I Hate About You at School.
4: We did it for like I did as well, actually. Yeah. yeah. Because isn't it based off some Shakespearean text?
3: Yeah, it's is it Shakespeare yeah, I think it is Shakespeare.
4: I'm going to say it's Othello. I don't even know what Othello is, but I'm going to say it's that. 10 Things
3: I Hate About You, which also came out in 1999, based off the modern... It's a modernization of William Shakespeare's late 16th century comedy, The Taming of the Shrew. So not Othello. (laughs) That one stars Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But anyway, that's not the movie we're talking about. So, that was another movie that came out in 1999, but we're talking about this one, which came out on January 19th of 1999. So, early 1999. It made 100 million at the box office. So, it was, I guess it was a hit because the budget was only 7 million. So, it did pretty well. We can get to our thoughts on it. I watched this yesterday, back to back with He's All That. It's a rom com. It's a teen rom com. It's typical. It's predictable. I guess it's fun in places. It's not actively bad or anything. I think the the actors in this were okay. Like, it was before they were proper actors, but I think they did all right with the script they had. Freddie Prince Jr., so his character, he's, he's meant to not be a good person, but it seems like he's too nice of a guy <laughs> in the movie. He seems like he's a pretty nice guy. Like, he, he doesn't do anything bad except for taking up the bet, and he's smart, and he doesn't want to follow in his dad's footsteps. So his dad wants him to go to Dartmouth because he went there, I don't think he even wants to go to college. And then Rachel Lee Cook's character, she's lives with her single father, and it's essentially. We'll get into his all that in a second, but it's essentially the same movie. Same thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I can't around.
4: remember this. Mo- I can't go through the specifics of this movie because I don't remember it that much. It it for memory. It's the same movie, and there's nothing like outlandishly offensive about it. It's just.
3: It's a movie, and I guess it's, it's fun enough. It is aged. It feels like it's a 1990s movie when you watch it, but it's
4: fine. It's fun. It's it's okay. I think it's not as good as some of the other ones in that era, though.
3: Yeah. It's not as good as 10 Things I Hate About You or, I don't know, what other... It's like Mean Girls, that era? Slightly after 2000 that, and something. Yeah. I think it's like maybe five years after this. So, it's probably not as good as those, but I didn't lose the will to live after watching it or while watching it. Yeah. I think I'd probably give it a cognitive recalibration. We can move on to His All That, though.
4: A movie that I watched more recently, so I remember it.
3: <laughs> so His All That, same story, same movie, but they switch around the the genders.
4: It's the same movie, but made for Generation Z.
3: That's right, yeah, with, for the TikTok generation. So Fairy Prince Jr. is now Addison Ray.
4: Yes, yeah. In real life, as well, Freddie Prinze Jr. is Addison Ray. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's and, had an image change. Yeah. And um, Tanner Buchanan is uh, Rachel Lee Cook. Tanner Buchanan. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Tanner Buchanan's a terrible name. Tanner Same. Buchanan. I hate it. Tanner. I don't like the name Tanner to begin with. It sounds like he's I don't know. Sounds like he's what he is in this movie. Actually, like this loser skating dude.
3: <laughs> in this one, it's similar. So Addison Ray is. Essentially Addison Rae in in real life. So, she's like a a social media...
4: But she's a poor version of herself.
3: (laughs) Yes, which I don't get because she's extremely popular on whatever social... I don't think it's meant to be TikTok in this, but it's essentially like TikTok. Yeah, Yeah.
4: it's like Instagram TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the money going? Why is she still poor?
3: So, she's an influencer (laughs) and she's very popular. She has like over a million... Followers, or something, and she's also a high
4: school student. It's like 900,000, I think. Yeah,
3: she's also dating this other influencer dude, and he ends up cheating on her at the start of the movie. And then she breaks up with him, and then they get into a bet this bet situation again. How she's like, I can turn any guy into prom king.
4: Yeah, basically. so she gets the original guy, she turns him into an influencer, I think. And then she's like, I could do that to anyone. I like made this guy. Yeah, that's they're right. like, okay, do it to some other guy then. Yeah.
3: I don't know, what was the reasoning for picking this guy? Because he doesn't seem that
4: bad. <laughs> I think it's because uh, he doesn't have any social media.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's done one tweet and the one tweet was no. I guess it was interesting because they, I don't know, if is is high school like this now? Because it would be weird if it is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I talked to a teacher and apparently high school does have like influencers. People like your classmate or something could be an influencer. I don't know if they measure popularity on followers. On though, followers, but- yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: because yeah. in this they seem to have a gauge on how many followers everyone has. It's like, oh, I have five hundred thousand subscribers or uh, followers, and this guy has no followers, and he's done one tweet, so he's he's not very popular. So they're like, yeah, he's the one that you have to do. You have to do a. She's all. He's all that on him.
4: I I don't think it's. I think it's stupid, but I don't think it's outlandish that there's someone in high school that is this famous. Because in real life, I'm pretty sure there is. People that are this famous in high school. Yeah. Well, Charlie D'Amelio, she's still in high school. Well, you watched yeah. that Docker, whatever. Huh? Yeah, not Yeah. Well, I watched the first not episode. Docker, reality like, TV show. Yeah.
3: Yeah, first episode I was um, – you know how I said it's not that bad? It's not that bad, but it's not that intri- – like, after, after one episode, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to watch eight episodes of this, but it was interesting. Yeah, you got yeah. enough of it. Yeah, <laughs> It was interesting for what it was. Like, she literally just started posting dance videos in 2019 – and then once COVID hit and everyone started watching TikTok, she just skyrocketed and her followers went crazy. She has like nine hundred thousand or something—no um, more than that, millions. She's got. millions. She would have over a billion, yeah. Yeah, she's got yeah. millions, yeah. And then I don't know why I'm talking about this, but they made they decided to move to LA because she had more chances to get into showbiz and stuff. So the, the whole yeah. So they they
4: want yeah. her to do the Addison Ray pathway as well of going into movies. Yeah,
3: probably. She's more popular than Addison Rae, though, on TikTok, Oh, she's has. more
4: popular, is she? I think
3: so. I think she's the most popular TikTok, TikToker.
4: But Addison, I've seen videos with Addison Rae and her, like, doing stuff together, so I guess they know each other. Addison Rae is also friends with the Kardashians, which leads into this movie a little bit. We can
3: get into positives and negatives. Positives, it's that kind of Netflix movie where you can have fun because it's not that good. It's,
4: it's mm, yeah, like, you kind of lean into it. At the start it's a bit jarring. It's like, oh, these guys suck at acting and as people. <laughs> but then you but then you're like, oh okay, yeah, I I don't mind this anymore.
3: I, I think it knows what it is. I think I think that's the main thing. I think I was going into this expecting it not to be good and it was really not that good, but I still had fun with it.
4: It's not boring, is the best part about it. It's still <laughs> It keeps you interested just out of sheer stupidity sometimes. <laughs> like, it throws stuff out there. It's like, well, this didn't need to be in here, but I'm interested now. <laughs> it does the job of, like, do you know those really stupid cartoons for kids are just colours and lights and, like, sounds?
3: Okay, yeah. I don't, but... yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
4: Yeah, it's like that except for adults. Yeah. It's just, yeah, yeah. colours, lights and sounds that keep you interested.
3: Yeah, although I don't know if we are... I'm certainly not the target audience for adults. But um I don't yeah, I don't know if we're adults. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're adults. Um no, but I don't think I'm the
4: That's why you need to watch this with a guardian.
3: (laughs) I was breaking the rules then, I watched it by myself. Maybe if you are in high school like maybe if you're in this TikTok generation and you like you're a big fan of Addison Addison and um because we know her by first name, Addison. Fellow (laughs) fellow social media people.
4: Influencer, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're just as popular as Addison Rae. Yeah.
3: <laughs> maybe you'll like this if you're in that age group.
4: Yeah, her age group is like I don't know, twelve to sixteen or something. Probably, I'm guessing yeah. it's young people. Yeah,
3: yeah, like high school age, probably lower lower band of high school age.
4: People, people younger than her.
3: People, yeah, definitely. How, how old is she? Like twenty. Yeah. People She's younger.
4: She's like than nineteen her. or twenty or something. Yeah, yeah,
3: people younger than her. Maybe, maybe they'll like it. So it's it's directed by Mark Waters. Uh, and I looked up what he's done. So it's funny that you bring up Mean Girls because he directed Mean Girls.
4: I'm pretty sure he's done Mean Girls, didn't he? Yeah. yeah.
3: He directed Mean Girls yeah. and he directed Freaky Friday, starring.
4: Uh, I like Freaky Friday. Good movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> starring uh, Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and then after that, so that was back in. Mean Girls was in 2004. So after that, he's done a bunch of movies that I haven't really heard of.
4: All right. He'd be with them. Just like Heaven? No, I haven't seen that one.
3: Let's see who's in it. It's starring Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo. The Spiderwick Chronicles.
4: I've heard of that one. Haven't seen it. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I've heard of that one. Haven't seen it. That's the one with Matthew
3: McConaughey? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah.
4: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
3: Matthew McConaughey and uh, Jennifer Garner. Mr. Popper's Penguins. I have seen that movie
4: with- You've seen that one? Yeah. Jim
3: Carrey and Penguins.
4: Which is also not the worst, is it? Yeah. It's
3: not that bad. Yeah, it's fine. Vampire Academy.
4: Heard of it. Haven't seen it.
3: And Bad Santa 2.
4: Also heard of it, but haven't seen it. That's a bit of a pivot. It looks- yeah, I don't know how yeah, he went it from is. those previous ones to Bad Santa 2. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, and then he did Magic Camp, which came out last year, which I did watch, actually, on Disney+. Is
4: that a TV show or is that a movie? It's a movie. Oh, no, you did t- You did mention that. I think you've talked about it before.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's got Adam Devine. It's about that. It's like... Uh, Camp Rock,
4: but- It's about a camp where they do magic. Yeah,
3: that's right. It's about a yeah. camp where they do
4: magic. It, I guess yeah, pretty self-explanatory. They don't lie in the title.
3: And then, yeah, and then he's done this movie. He's all that.
4: I don't think any of his movies are terrible. They're, none of them are- Oh, Mean Girls is probably pretty great, but the rest seem, like, mediocre.
3: He's obviously got his, like, target audience, and uh, it's written by R. Lee Fleming Jr. So I looked up what he's done, and he did the original She's All That, and then after that, he did some episodes on Friends, and then he did some episodes on One Tree Hill, and then he's been doing just random stuff for the last, when did One Tree Hill finish? 2005. He's been doing random stuff since then.
4: Lucky for him, he got to reuse the exact same script that he used back Back in 1999 again.
3: What, what are you going to give it? Cognitive recalibration or cognitive regression?
4: I didn't hate it. I think a good sign of a Netflix movie for me is if I can watch it in one sitting without stopping it and rewatching it. And I did that for this. So uh, if I watch it in one sitting, it's good.
3: Yeah, I have to say I didn't hate it, was entertained by it. So I'll probably give it a cognitive recalibration as well. It's not a good movie. It's definitely not. But um, No, but it's entertaining yeah. enough. Yeah. And, uh, well, we can get into our thoughts on Addison's acting capabilities.
4: I, I would rather watch this than Sweet Girl. Like, Sweet Girl is just depressing and boring. At least this is light and shit. <laughs> I would rather that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and- so acting wise, it's it doesn't set a high bar. So,
4: yeah, well, Addison Rae not an actor. That's right. Yeah, she's so a, you, she's a TikToker.
3: You can't expect much. And then Tana Buchanan.
4: Tanner Buchanan, I thought, was a bad. He's an act, He's on Cobra Kai, and he's he's not the great. He's not going to win any Oscars, but he can act.
3: I think the script wasn't wasn't really helping him. So I think it made him look worse than he probably is. Uh, maybe they did that intentionally.
4: He had some of the worst lines to work with, so but he made them sound better than they should that than they had any right to sound.
3: There's two ways you could go about this movie. So you could get Addison Ray, who's not an actor, and surround her with good actors, so that the movie, in terms of acting capability, the movie kind of goes up a notch. Or you surround her with really bad actors, like really bad actors, so that she looks better. They sort of did a combination, I guess they. The script was bad, and some of the supporting cast were probably even worse than her.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. There's one particular person that was terrible. I've talked, I talked to my friend who watches Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and she said that's just her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically her. Yeah, there's there's court Courtney Kardashians. In Is that this, okay? And yeah, she's she's really bad. Yeah,
3: I knew it wasn't. Um... What's in name? Kim. Yeah, I didn't I don't know yeah. I don't know much about it, but I knew it wasn't Kim, so it was one of the other ones. But yeah, she essentially plays herself in this and she's only in like two scenes, but those two scenes are the the worst scenes in the movie. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're shot at probably her house and just on her she's, exercise
3: bike. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's just on her exercise bike and Yep. they Had the, they read her the lines of dialogue and she read them back to them and that was it.
3: (laughs) The other thing I noticed is there's blatant product placement in this movie.
4: Yeah. Especially in like the first half an hour, there's a lot. Yeah. And then I didn't, it's either I got used to it or they, they fit it all in the first half an hour to fund the rest of the movie. (laughs) There was
3: one scene, there's like this one scene where they have a a pool party. And just in that scene, there's like, Six different.
4: There's products. like three or four. Yeah, yeah. It's like Pepsi. Can I take this KFC home? I love eating Pizza Hut.
3: You know, it's blatant when no one says, "Let's go have some Pizza Hut." No one says that. <laughs> you say, "Let's go have pizza." It doesn't matter where you got the pizza from. You got to eat the Pizza Hut, like physically eat the the <laughs> building. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that that uh, was noticeable for me. I guess if you're in this age group for the, for this movie, then Maybe you didn't even notice it. Rachel Lee Cook, I thought she would be playing the same character that she had played in She's All That, but it's just a different character. She's just in it.
4: Yeah, not the same name, so she's hardly in it as well.
3: She's obviously will accept anything now by the looks of it.
4: Well, this seems like it's a top-tier acceptance from her. Maybe this will um, rekindle her career.
3: Seven references that the Netflix remake makes to the 1999 She's All That. You want to hear them? Can
4: I guess what they are? Okay, yeah. Okay. Like references as in similarities?
3: Yeah, like different kind of like
4: yeah. Easter eggs.
3: Or similarities. Like yeah. would
4: would would Rachel Lee Cook be in it Be a what is that one of them? Yeah, that,
3: that's that's the first one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yep. Matthew Lillard being in it.
3: Yeah. And him doing dances. Because he dances in that in that first one and then he just turns up in this one. He's like the principal or something and he just dances as well. So yeah, that's another one.
4: He's still got the moves.
3: Well, that's okay. I, I don't know if he ever actually had the moves, but yeah,
4: <laughs> I think he has the moves definitely. Um, the song, the song at the end, "Kiss Me," yep, is is the horse a reference? Is does he do the horse in the first one? No, nah, no, that's not a reference. Okay, that's
3: a that's a Tanner Buchanan special.
4: Tanner Buchanan special. He can ride horses. The like the the ex boyfriend being some kind of a social media star is a reference. Is that count?
3: That's actually not in this list, but
4: yeah, it counts. I, I guess that's... There's there's lots of other similarities, but I don't know if they're counted as references. Yeah. I guess the whole movie is a reference.
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I think <laughs> yeah. Paul Walker's character is essentially... You know her, uh, her... That other chick. The friend that betrays her, essentially. He's that character. And then in the first one, she has a brother who's played by Macaulay Culkin's brother, coincidentally,
4: in the first one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah.
3: In this... He has a sister similar, and then uh, they gender
4: swapped each role
3: pretty much yeah yeah, and then in mm-hmm. the first one she she has a single father she hasn't she doesn't have a mother and then in this um she has a single mother, so kind of similar you know that the one there's there's one f bomb
4: in this movie yeah just randomly for
3: no reason, but that's actually a reference to the first one because there's only one f bomb in the first one as well, and it's when she finds out that it's a bet, so it's the same dialogue
4: okay. Yeah, well, I think it's also a reference to all the X-Men movies, which only have one F-bomb as well.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> and that's indirectly a reference to She's All That because the X-Men movies have Anna Packwood in them. Yeah, and She's, and she's All That. Indirectly, Rachel Lee Cook didn't accept the role to X-Men because they had the F-bomb in them. It's all linked, yeah.
3: I've lost my gauge on what's a good movie over the last month or so because we haven't been watching... Uh, any good ones, but I, I had fun with this one.
4: I don't know if it's worth the watch, but I wasn't unhappy after I finished it. I wasn't like, why did I do that to myself? <laughs> oh.
3: Yeah. I think it's a good movie to watch with friends because you could definitely have a good time with this.
4: It's got its uh its its quirks. Yeah. There's definitely some
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
4: Unnecessary things in it.
3: That's all we had on these two movies, but we watched a couple of other ones. I guess we could talk about them now as well. You watched one called Afterlife of the Party, was it? I already forgot the name you told me.
4: Yeah, that was that was what I watched, yes. yes.
3: Which is also a Netflix movie, isn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of all I can watch at the moment. So <laughs> I, I did watch that, which was not also It wasn't terrible. It, it's kind of, I, I don't think it's as good as He's All That. I don't know how He's All That has become the benchmark.
3: <laughs> We're saying <laughs> it as if that's sort of a, a compliment now.
4: And it's not that long, which I don't know. For me now, unless it's a movie I want to watch, I don't want it to be over an hour and a half it's so over an hour and a half, it's a movie I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> like, a, a movie that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, not looking forward. Well, if it's a movie I'm looking forward to, like Shang-Chi, if it's over two hours, then that's fine. But if it's like, I don't know, that Cinderella movie that you watched, then and it's over an hour and a half, then I'm, I'm not keen.
3: <laughs> yeah, and maybe we're just becoming more like the- uh- Gen Z, where our attention span is 30 seconds.
4: Attention span's (laughs) too short. We, we, the, the only thing that can keep our attention is TikToks, which go for like 15 seconds. I don't have TikTok, but for some reason I watch a lot of them. Afterlife of the party. It was, look, it's, there's nothing much to say about the story. It's, this girl dies. It's kind of like, what's that Christmas movie? Christmas carol. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. She dies and she gets like an angel. And she has to make right with three people that she knew when she was alive; otherwise, she goes to hell. So she like goes back as an angel and like improves their lives. So dad, her mum, and her best friend, she has to like yeah, th- like try and improve their lives before she. And if she does, she goes to heaven. If she does it, she goes to hell.
3: And is there a party involved at any point in time?
4: Oh, she's like a part. She's like a party partyer. So how, the how, way she dies is she comes over, dr- she comes home drunk, and she slips over and hits her head on the toilet.
3: Okay, I, I thought she would die drunk, drunk driving or something, but okay, it was just something no, stupid. No, no, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: If they, I guess if they made her die drunk, drug, she would be a bad person. So you wouldn't want her to go to heaven.
3: <laughs> well, I thought the whole movie was to justify that maybe she was a bad person, but
4: she kind of is. But if you say if she's drunk driving, then she's like irredeemable, isn't she?
3: Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh,
4: Depends how you do it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I don't think this movie is meant to be
3: that deep. It's directed by Stephen Harek. Do you want to know what he's done? So he did the 1989 movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and then he did a movie
4: called Don't Tell Mum,
3: The Babysitter's Dead.
4: That sounds great. I want to watch that. In 1991.
3: In 1992, he did The Mighty Ducks, the original Mighty Ducks
4: movie. I like The Mighty Ducks. Good movie. Gordon Bombay.
3: He did The Three Musketeers in 1993. He did The 101 Dalmatians in 1996, which I guess is the live-action one. After that, did a whole bunch of movies. I don't really recognize most of them. Into the Blue 2, Reverse Runner. I haven't heard of any of these movies. Man of the House. So uh, he's been doing obscure movies, I guess, since the 2000s onwards.
4: Yeah, I haven't heard of most. I know what Into the Blue 2 is, but I haven't seen it before.
3: He did some episodes of Hawaii Five O.
4: Oh yeah, my favourite TV show of all time.
3: <laughs> so it's got Victoria Justice, is that right?
4: Yeah, that's the only person I recognise as well. There's like maybe like six characters in this movie total and she's the only one I, I recognise from the cast. I haven't seen her do much acting since Victorious. Like this is probably the first thing I've seen her in since Victorious. But yeah, she's decent in this. She can act. She's better than Addison Rae at acting. Probably because she is an actor. think it was a bit too long like it drags at the end, but overall I thought I put it on thinking I would turn it off, but I ended up watching the whole thing. So it must've kept me entertained to a certain extent. So I think that's my, that's my rating system now. Did I turn it off halfway between? If I did, then it's no good. Did you turn off reminiscence
3: halfway between?
4: No, but I was under time constraints with that. I had to watch it at that time. Otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do the podcast, so I had no you choice. You did turn off Sweet yeah. Girl, though. I did, yeah, yeah.
3: So you're giving it a cognitive recalibration then.
4: I think it was like it's got funny parts and it's engaging at certain parts. It drags kind of at the start and at the end, but other than that, it was uh, it was good. Surprisingly emotional. Not that it kind of hit all the points it tried to hit, but it was good enough.
3: Well, that's another. When did that come out?
4: This week? That came out on Friday, pretty much yesterday. Yeah. I think it's on number one on Netflix now. Let me check. I think it is.
3: Followed by He's All Maybe that.
4: it's Money Heist because I, I think it, I think Money Heist is on top now. It is not on number one. Something called Clickbait is number one. Okay. It's not even in the top ten. But I think they don't update it until the weekend's over. So I think it will. it will be in the top ten by the end of the weekend, I'm pretty sure.
3: Is that all you have to say about Afterlife of the Party?
4: Me just explaining the story would... Uh, like me saying what I did is pretty much explaining the whole story. You know where it's going to go from there.
3: So I also watched another movie, streaming movie yesterday. It is the Amazon original. I think they call it Cinderella.
4: Yeah, it's pasted all over Amazon. Yes, um, video, Prime Video now. You can't it's, escape yeah. it.
3: It's not just Amazon. Can't escape it. Prime Video. I think it's um, if you go onto Amazon. So if you go to shopping, they're like, watch this movie, and I'm going to tell you, don't watch it. Okay, I'll, I'll get into it. So, firstly, how many Cinderella movies are there? Because there's a lot.
4: Uh, there's a cartoon, the original. And then there's this one. I don't know who's in it, but there's this one that came out relatively recently. 2015. It's like a live-action one. Yeah. And then there's all these, like, offshoot, random Cinderella, Cinderella movies. Yeah, like, a, yeah, not another Cinderella story, not a, not another Cinderella story too. There was this one I watched with, like, Selena Gomez in it as well. Uh, there's lots, I assume.
3: I think the first one of those is with Hilary Duff.
4: Yep. And the second one has Selena Gomez.
3: Yeah. She's in one of them. They've done, they've done like five of those movies. There's, there's quite a few of them.
4: Yeah. It's not, it's in public domain. So I guess anyone that has the time and the money does a Cinderella movie.
3: (laughs) This is not a Disney one though. So Disney's only done four and three of them are animated and two of them are directed video. So technically they've only done two. The 1955. Cinderella, which is the original animated classic. Sorry, 1950 is when it came out. So, 1950 Cinderella. And then the 2015 Cinderella starring
4: Lily James, directed by Kenneth Branagh. People like that movie. I've never seen it. People say it's good.
3: It's probably one of the best live-action Disney
4: adaptations.
3: I actually thought it was really good.
4: You know, I hate the live-action Disney adaptations though, so. It's got
3: Richard Madden
4: as the prince. This one or that one?
3: That one. That one is superior to this one in almost every way. So this one's got Camilla Cabello as Cinderella, and it's got- Who's, this? Who's the prince? I haven't seen him before, so he's- Shawn Mendes? No, it's not Shawn sure. <laughs> uh, It makes sense if it is. Uh, it's Nathan Galitzine. I haven't seen him before. Okay, I don't know who that is. He's not in anything I've seen.
4: James Corden.
3: <laughs> James Corden is in it as a mouse.
4: Okay. Why is James Corden always rodents or animals of some kind? <laughs> he's like a rabbit. He's a cat. He's
3: a mouse in this. Uh, Piers Brosnan is the king in this. Idina Menzel is the evil stepmom in this.
4: Oh, Idina Menzel. She's um, she's the ice queen.
3: Elsa, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or as uh, John Travolta would say, Adele dazim Is that the Oscars? Yeah, the Oscars. He So he dances Idina Menzel to sing... I think it was Let It Go. And for some reason, he got the name completely wrong. It's like,
4: how do you get it that mixed up? <laughs> yeah. Adele Nazeem? Is <laughs> a origin- That's a different person. <laughs>
3: yeah. Adele Nazeem. And he, he gave her like a big introduction as well. He's like the wickedly talented. Like you- you- I- I'm sure everyone's seen that video. It's- I've-, I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it before. It's-, it's hilarious. I don't know how he got it so wrong. And it's like none of the letters even match it's like yeah. a completely <laughs> different name. <laughs> so she's in it. She's um the evil stepmom. She's actually not that evil in this. So everyone knows the story of Cinderella. So you know what's going to happen in this. They do it slightly differently. So it's a full musical firstly. So it's a musical from it's an end-to-end musical. Starts with song, ends with a song. Oh,
4: I hate that immediately.
3: Uh, and it uses popular songs of recent times, like it's it's modern day songs.
4: It uses Camille Cabello songs.
3: <laughs> no. Well, I think one of them is her song. Like one of them's her original song, but the rest of them are songs you've heard before or popular songs. One of them is Rhythm Nation and You Gotta Be Me, which is a, I guess it's a mashup between a Janet Jackson song and some other song uh that's the that's the one it, the movie starts with but other popular songs that you might recognize a- am i wrong
4: features in it just a Bieber. no no that's what do you mean yeah what's am i Oh, the uh, oh i am I wrong that's the the two dudes there's it's the name is two guys I'm pretty sure
3: that one that well, the one that came out like
4: f- yeah. five years ago Nico and Vince that's it
3: it's got Ed Sheeran's perfect in it?
4: Do they sing it or do, do does is it just the the original artist singing it?
3: No, it's they sing it. So it's the cast sing these songs. So it's it's got some popular songs. Some of the songs were done well. So I think perfect was done pretty well. Oh, not perfect, but it was done well. <laughs> and am I wrong? Maybe because I just like that song. It was done pretty well. But getting on to the negatives. So Camilla Cabello was not that bad. She was actually all right.
4: Oh, I yeah. thought that was going a different way. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: she she wasn't that bad. Yeah, for what she was in, they focus on her singing. Because it's a musical, they give her more songs than
4: acting dialogue stuff. Is she a good singer or do they just auto-tune everything?
3: So I was watching this with my wife and she was saying that she wasn't liking her voice. <laughs> She wasn't liking the way okay. she was singing songs. I think she's good for certain type of songs, maybe not all types of songs.
4: I don't. Know. I'm not music savvy enough to know if they auto tune or they don't. But I just assume everyone auto tunes, like all the popular artists.
3: So yeah, she wasn't as bad as I thought she would be, but she wasn't that good either. Idina Menzel. So she plays the stepmom, and they take the stepmom in a different direction. This one, in the first, uh, in the 2015 movie, it was Kate Blanchett, and she's. Really bad in that. <laughs> like, bad as in the character is really bad. Like, you hate her in that. Bad at acting. <laughs> oh, no. Kate it Blanchett is, uh...
4: is a terrible actress, is what you say. Yeah, exactly.
3: yeah. Yeah, I can definitely say that. But yeah, she you hate her in, you really hate her in that movie because she's like a terrible person. In this, she's not that bad. She doesn't even do anything that bad to Cinderella <laughs> in this. Yeah, they did something slightly different. Uh, the king gets much more of a prominent role in this because he's P.S. Brosnan and they try to make it funny. But it's not funny. Like they try to put in humour, mm. but it's not that funny. The print James Corden. He's actually not in it that much.
4: I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> people hate James Corden. I don't hate him, but people really hate him. Like they, they dislike him a lot.
3: Yeah. I, I don't hate him that much.
4: I don't think I don't I'm indifferent to him. I'm not like, oh, I love James Corden. And I'm like, I don't hate him. I'm just like, oh, okay, it's, it's James dude. Corden. Yeah. It's that British dude.
3: He's okay. He was what was that movie? It was in Oceans Eight, right? I thought it was Fine in that.
4: Yeah, okay. he was in that one. Yeah. yeah.
3: He was fine. In that he's he's okay as Peter Rabbit. He does the job.
4: I think people hate him who watch his show because he apparently like derails the show. But it's his show, like no, nah, like he like invites a guest onto them onto the show and doesn't let them talk.
3: Didn't he do that friends um, reunion special thing?
4: <laughs> he was like sidelined to touch though. Like he wasn't he they didn't focus on him too much.
3: But people love that carpool karaoke stuff that he does don't they
4: i think they used to love it and now they don't (laughs) i think people have soured on him i don't know him enough to kind of hate him but i understand if you hate him because i hate a lot of people so (laughs) i probably will hate him
3: (laughs) yeah i'm indifferent to him as well it's produced by him as well by the
4: way (laughs) so he's one of the producers oh okay is that why he danced in the street for it did you see that
3: did he dance in the street for it okay I didn't see that. Was that on? Not his? him
4: by himself. Like, not like a hobo. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's going to lose money on
3: this. So he, he, had to, yeah. he had to jump on the streets to get some extra cash. <laughs> <He> just,
4: yeah. <laughs> he had to jump on the street to finish funding the project. <laughs> What's it called? They did like a flash mob or something.
3: Okay. He did something like that for the Aladdin movie, I think, with Will Smith and. The cast of Aladdin. He
4: did yeah, that. yeah, something yeah. similar to that.
3: Anyway, I just thought it was pretty boring. Wasn't a huge fan of all the songs that they put in either. Like I said with when I reviewed In the Heights, it's the movie has to be pretty good for me to get on board with the musical, and this wasn't that good. Firstly, it's a familiar story. They did a couple of twists on it, but overall it's a familiar story. The music, apart from a couple of songs, which weren't original songs, so it's not even the... Uh, it's not even the movie doing a good job. It's just they picked a good song and they performed it well, but it's not like they came up with the song themselves. So I wouldn't give them marks for mm. that. The cast, they had some good cast members, but I think they were wasted and they didn't do that well. So overall, it was a bit of a drag and pretty boring.
4: The question I want to ask you is, will this launch Camila Cabello's acting career?
3: Probably not, but I, you never know. Like, is uh, is he's all that going to launch Addison Rae's acting career?
4: Was number one on Netflix. <laughs> I'm sure she signed a multi, multi Netflix deal. Like, do you realize, like, Netflix has the same people in every movie that they put out? It's like a recycled character pool that they have. It's always that guy, that tall, that tall bloke. It's that guy's name. He's like in all those Netflix teen ones. Is he in this one? And he's in that rock. No, he's not in this one. He's in that Black Adam movie coming up. Oh, uh. He's a big dude. No, uh, Centenario. Yeah, him. It's him. It's got Joey King. It's got that other. It's got that other chick from Riverdale. Yeah. So they they just keep recycling these characters over and over again. So Addison Ray will be thrown into the budge.
3: Vanessa Hudgens for a a annual Christmas special movie.
4: I feel like Netflix. There's going to be something that comes out in like ten years time about how Netflix like absolutely shafted these actors by making them sign like ten picture deals and giving them. Like fifty thousand dollars or something.
3: <laughs> well, I guess Noah said today is doing all right. He's he's going to be in black. Yeah, yeah. So I think. But he's doing you, you know what's
4: going to happen? He's going to be in Black Adam, and then he's going to come back for this Netflix movie that's made off like made for like two million dollars or something. But yeah, anyway, maybe maybe Kameya Cabello will. Maybe not many people make the jump from singing to acting. Yeah,
3: I, well, she wasn't amazing.
4: There's not that many like triple threats is there that like sing act and dance i guess
3: yeah she doesn't really dance in this either so and she Mm. barely acts but she sings so i think she's a single single threat if anything
4: whereas addison ray does all three in he's all that so you heard it here first addison ray is a better is a triple threat and a better actress than camille cabello
3: I don't I don't know if she sings is she a good singer? I don't think so. She sung and that she was
4: heavily auto-tuned. She was heavily auto-tuned in that yeah, song. She sung that Katy Perry song. California Girls. No, it's uh Teenage Dream. Teenage Dream, yeah. Some Katy Perry song. Yeah.
3: She sung that and I was like and they're all like in that scene, they're all like, Oh, look how good she is. I'm like, Wait, well, is that good? <laughs> I don't know.
4: She's she <laughs> I, I'm not good with autotune, but I knew that was the most auto-tuned <laughs> voice I've ever heard. <laughs>
3: Oh, it's funny because she has another friend. Apparently, she won, like, America Idol or something.
4: Yeah, I saw a video and they, yeah, the the third friend's, like, a, I think it was, like, Philippines Idol, Philippine Idol yeah, or something.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or oh, Thai, Thailand, yeah. Taiwan. Thai Idol? Yeah, th-
4: Thailand it's Idol. Th- th- yeah, something like that.
3: Yeah, apparently yeah. she's, like, yeah. meant to be an amazing singer and they, they make her look horrible in the movie.
4: <laughs> they make her sound terrible, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: But she's she ends up being the friend that's actually her friend, because the other friend's like uh
4: using her. Oh, we forgot to mention this. Uh, coming back to he's all that, they don't say what the bet is until the very end. The bet is the worst bet I've ever heard of. Because if you lose the bet, you have to tattoo loser on your shoulder. Apparently that's what the bet was. Yeah. I'm like, what's this?
3: Yeah, and then she she gets it tattooed and so does Tanner Buchanan and they travel the world. Oh, the other weird thing, okay, I, I think there was there's stuff we need to cover on his all that. So there's the yeah, and spoilers we're going for, back to it. Spoilers yeah. for his all that. So the guy Tanner Buchanan. So he takes photos like he's he's like an avid photographer, but he doesn't. Yeah, shit.
4: but he doesn't show them to anyone.
3: Yeah, I'm like. That's not normal.
4: That's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. That's what stalkers do. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just taking pictures of, like, random people. It's not like, oh, it's scenery and, like, buildings. No, it's people. Yeah. He takes pictures of people and then, and then he doesn't show anyone. There's this
3: one, there's this one scene where he, he justifies it. Like, he takes a photo of Addison, Addison without her knowing. It's like, oh, that's what Candid is. I'm like... You can't just take photos of people, man. That's, that's You can't just do that and then just no, keep the first yeah, for yourself. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, there was, um, yeah. there's serial, very killer, suspect. serial killer vibes in that guy. I think you've got to be careful.
4: Yeah, and he yeah. took it to South America or something, so she's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> she's dead.
3: <laughs> Whereas the the bet in the first one, it's, it's a proper bet. So the, the bet is that you have to turn up to the graduation ceremony uh, naked, which is... Which is embarrassing. okay, yeah, yeah.
4: I guess that's <laughs> that's that's embarrassing. Uh, t- getting tattooed loser on your shoulder is also like you're not going to get jobs because of that now. <laughs> like, she you ruined her livelihood.
3: It's on your shoulder, you can cover it it's up. It's on your shoulder, so you can, you can cover it up. It's not like a yes. full
4: back tattoo or something that's going to
3: completely ruin your life,
4: okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I guess if you're going to make a bet, make it a full back tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: it wasn't. It wasn't that big a deal, whereas in the first one. I guess it was. It was a decent decent bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I just thought the bet was stupid at the end because they hype it up. They're like, oh, they don't say what the bet is initially. And they're like, oh, the original bet that we always talked about. I'm like, oh, this must be huge. Uh, I thought it would be like her deleting her social media or something. But no, it's just she gets loser tattooed on her shoulder.
3: After that incident where she breaks up with her boyfriend on live streaming, um, she loses, like, 200,000 subscribers or something, 200,000 followers.
4: But she still has, like... 800? 600,000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like some, like a lot, yeah. She
3: still has a lot. I'm like... Because she was actually the victim in that actual circumstance. I don't think it was her fault. So, I'm like, why are people... If they're unsubscribing to yeah, her, in, it, that maybe they're in not... In real
4: life, that would never happen. Yeah. If anything, she'll get more subscribers. That's
3: right. Yeah. And I'm like, if they, yeah. if they really are unfollowing you you probably don't want those kind of followers anyway like it depends what kind of fans yeah. you want but like if they're unfollowing you because of that they probably don't really like you so so i don't know why she was so upset but yeah and then she loses her sponsorship and um the one of the kardashians calls it. it's
4: like what was that and
3: she she, she was like, oh, yeah, my, like
4: my- to be honest that that's like good business she probably got so many views on that video yeah
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of sympathy.
4: I think there's no there's no bad publicity in social media. Like, if you get if you do one video and it's the worst video ever and people hate you for it, but you get three million views on it, you're set. It's fine. You're good.
3: Yeah, like on social media, it doesn't have to the the content doesn't have to be good. I think that's the key thing, which is why we're still surviving as well. Um, it doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't have to be good because um, who's that guy? That Indian guy who did the worst song ever, he's got, like, 20 million views yeah. for that song. Yeah, yeah, My <laughs>
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, he's, he's living off that song, essentially, and it's the worst song ever made,
4: so. You do one video and you get, look, you're not set for life because it's one video, but you do one video, it gets, like, 2 million views. That's enough to, like, use to start another investment. yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna live off that, but you could yeah you could use that. It
3: sets you up. It's it's a foundation. But, but, yeah. Well,
4: she's like she's like I need to do it to get it to college, like she needs it to the money for college. You get two million views. I'm pretty sure you're you're right for college for at least the first couple of years. You'll be right.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on your CPM. We're getting technical here, but like depending on where people <laughs> watch you from, you get different amounts of money. But yeah, if she's that big and she posts like every day and there's obviously she has heaps of people watching her every time
4: she's on live as well. If she gets eight if she gets 900,000 people watching it every time she's online, she's online every day. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's rich.
3: She should she's obviously not investing her money correctly cuz uh you know, how she's yeah. like, "Oh, I bought these shoes
4: that uh are- No, that she did buy them. She gets them for free.
3: Oh, she yeah, exactly. So, I don't know what she's spending her money yeah. on. She she just paying. She yeah. says she paid off some bills or something, but Surely their bills aren't that what, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> what what bills are they paying? <laughs> she has this whole thing how um she's lying to her friends about her mum being a nurse. I'm like, why is that such a embarrassing thing for her? Like, I don't understand that.
4: Yeah. And how? When did she start the line as well? Like, because she wasn't always on social media, and she's known these girls for a while. So, did one day she just move from the other house to the big house, and they they didn't question it? I don't. I don't know. There's questionable things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I loved it. <laughs> Good movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, there's obviously a bit of social commentary sitting behind this this movie. And like at the end of the movie, she's like. I think she realized that she doesn't have to be on social media all the time and she's like, I'm not gonna be a But she is on it anyway. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna be a like, I think she was like a makeup influencer or whatever, and she's like, No, I'm now now I'm not doing that. I'm gonna be a travel influencer, which is like you're still an influencer. <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, you're still you're still an influencer. Yeah. And it's not like like she would still have to post all the time, otherwise she's not gonna get money. So it's like I don't think her character changes all that much. Yeah, in the end of it. If anything, yeah. she
3: influences
4: the other guy. <laughs>
3: yeah, to become an influencer as well. Like he's a personal photographer now.
4: Anyway, Cinderella, you loved it. That's Cinderella,
3: it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't love it.
4: He thoroughly recommends it, and if you have any problems with that, you can take that up with him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, don't, don't watch it. Amazon really wants you to watch it, but don't. It, so it's actually it was actually meant to release. Theatrically, it's a Sony movie and it was meant to re- release theatrically, but they pushed it straight to Amazon. Probably because they realized that no one's going to watch it, especially in the current circumstances. I don't know how many how many fans does Camila Cabello have.
4: Less than Sean Mendes, but if you put them both together, they, they're like a superpower. Does she go out with Sean Mendes or am I mixing him up with no, some you, other guy? I think.
3: Well, I don't know much about it, but I think you're right. Don't they have yeah. that song together? Yeah, okay. that yeah. That Senorita song that's.
4: Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm guessing she's popular.
3: But Addison Ray, another another fact. But there's there's obviously a lot of stuff we need to cover on his on that.
4: Add- we keep going back to her. Addison we Ray, you know stop. that she
3: has more followers than HBO Max.
4: <laughs> Does she? Singularly. Yeah. You know what? Like TikTok is the future. I, I hate it because I don't understand it. But I guess that's like what old people think about YouTube. Like boomers think about YouTube. So yeah. I think TikTok's the future. Uh, like. People are going to make 15-second videos on this and turn into millionaires.
3: That's why you can also find us on TikTok in the near future.
4: Yeah. We don't know how to use it, though, so please tell us how. Yes.
3: Yeah, I have no idea how to how to use it, but we'll be on there. We want to be the next Addison Ray.
4: Yeah. Well, we don't know how to dance either, so tell us how to do that as well.
3: But as we've already established, you don't have to actually be good at anything to be big on social media
4: yeah actually it's kind of better if you're bad at stuff you'd be really bad at stuff and people laugh at you they like that but that's
3: that's the problem because I, I don't think i'm actively bad at anything and i'm not actually
4: good at it yeah anything. i'm just extremely mediocre at a lot of yeah. things i wish being mediocre at things was um a talent
3: yeah maybe there'll be another platform like i don't know five second videos where you just show your mediocrity and you get heaps of views
4: yeah, if people are interested in being mediocre at um, a vast majority of things, I'm your guy. <laughs> but if you want to be good at anything, I'm not your guy. <laughs> we somehow talked about this for over an hour. I did not even know if the Shang-Chi episode was going to go yeah. this long.
3: <laughs> Yeah, well, we did cover a lot of movies, covered four movies in this, and a lot of it was just devoted to his All That.
4: I know, we're pivoting. We're pivoting just like, who pivoted? We talked about someone that pivoted, that director of that movie, who made-
3: Oh, uh, Mark Waters, was it?
4: Yeah, yeah, he pivoted, and we're pivoting as well. We're only doing teen romance movies now.
3: We're trying to make a splash like Mark Waters. Yeah, yeah. Did you get that?
4: Waters. Yeah, I got a water splash. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was all right. It was a terrible. (laughs) We're pivoting, so everything's... (laughs) We're pivoting, so like 12-year-olds will probably love that. (laughs) Well,
3: we're going to pivot again next week because next week we are, I guess, sort of more our style of movie. We're going to be talking about James Wan's Malignant, which is a horror original movie from James Wan. Hopefully a big increase in quality and standard from the movies that we've talked about this week.
4: Yeah, looking forward to it. We'll see if I can watch it in one sitting.
3: Yes, that's well, that's how we measure movies now. So let's see if we can, yeah, measure it in, we can watch it in one sitting. I'm looking forward to it because it's been a while since James Wan's done a horror movie. I think the last one he did was Conjuring Two. It'll be good to see him going back to his roots in horror. So, if people want to get in touch with us about TikTok and how to use it. How do they go about it?
4: Yeah, so we're on we're on all platforms at Cognitive Recalibration and. uh uh, email, which is the old media, is cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com.
3: That's right. We're covering all bases, all generations. We've got email. We don't have post. I guess, yeah. We,
4: yeah. We, I guess, um, I guess no one over the age of 60 probably listens to us. Yeah. So. <laughs> so sorry for
3: those people if you are in that age group. We don't have post available, but we have email. We are actually on TikTok. We have a channel. There's like a couple of. TikTok's on there, but uh, we'll be getting more active on that. But if you want to support us, the way you support podcasts is essentially through subscriptions and reviews. So if you can give us a review on iTunes or your podcast streaming service of choice, uh, that will make us more discoverable on search engines. And our podcast will come up first when you search up for He's All That Review, for example.
4: There's a, there's a definite market, especially on YouTube, where... They just review teen Netflix movies, teen romance, comedy movies. Yeah.
3: So we're in that. We're we're coming into that market now.
4: Pivoting. We're going to keep pivoting until we can't pivot anymore.
3: <laughs> I think that's all we we had for this episode. So if you're waiting for our Marvel content, if you're waiting for our Shang Chi episode, it's it's probably not going to be anytime soon. It's never coming. Yeah. We're pivoting. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not going to be anytime soon because <laughs> I think we'll probably be in lockdown for at least another two three
4: weeks. Yeah, probably more likely a month. So it's probably going to be when it comes onto the uh, Disney onto Disney Plus, yeah, we'll yeah. we'll be able to watch it. Yeah, but fingers crossed, we'll be able to watch Eternals.
3: Hopefully, when it comes out, and we still haven't reviewed Free Guy either because we've still haven't been able to watch that. But I saw that Free Guy is coming to our Disney Plus later this month, so maybe we can watch it and review that when when it is out.
4: Uh, we're probably just going to watch a whole range of stuff and review them like we did in this episode. So. <laughs> Yeah, but other than next week, we'll, we'll specifically do Malignant.
3: Uh, and then, obviously, What If is still happening, so we'll
4: we'll review that once it's done.
3: latest episode was interesting.
4: Yeah, other, I didn't enjoy the first episode, but other than that, I've enjoyed the rest. Yeah, so. my favourite
3: one's been the third one so far. E-
4: yes. I think I preferred the second one, but, yeah, I think second, third, and fourth have all been good.
3: We'll see where they take it next. Uh, there's been trailers. We haven't really talked about trailers, but, yeah, Spider-Man trailer happened. All the theories are already out there, so we won't cover them. But Mephisto theories are back, back with a vengeance with uh, with this trailer. We'll see you next week then.
4: Yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep trying to figure stuff out <laughs> while we're in lockdown. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. And uh, eventually, yeah. Well, once we're back in the same room, we're planning to start video. So we'll we'll get onto that when we can. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We did something a little bit different. Keep doing – as we said, we're pivoting, so we'll keep doing stuff a little bit different until we – People probably hate this. Probably, yeah. It's probably going to get zero downloads, yeah. but doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I had fun doing yeah. it anyway. So, thanks, thanks everyone, for listening. Yeah. Hope you had fun listening to this episode as well, and hope you're all staying safe, and we'll see you next week. See you in the next one.
2: Hold up.